All right, I don't know about you, but the word feedback kind of triggers me a little bit. I think it's an interesting word because it's one of the most important things in a working dynamic and in teams and in leadership. And you can't, you really can't live without it. And yet the word has so much baggage. So I've noticed how a lot of people are trying to change the word or introduce a different, better word. And I just think, I think feedback is the word. We just have to kind of get our head on straight again about it. And really a lot of times there's a lot of fear around trying to give feedback because we don't want to really hurt someone's feelings or we don't want to create tension or maybe we don't want to create work for ourselves down the line so we avoid it. Or maybe some people lean into feedback a little too aggressively and it's too abrasive. And we've had all these different experiences around feedback, especially in our jobs. But at the heart of it, feedback is a really good tool that just helps you understand what is reality, what is actually happening, and how can I get better and grow? And so we wanted to bring back an old episode, number 75, where we talk about just some practical ways about how to give better feedback, because it really is a tool that can be not only good, but also even something you look forward to if it's done in the right way. And so we're finding through coaching and through our membership, a lot of people are learning a new way to approach feedback and they're actually enjoying it. And it's creating a really positive type of vibe on their team and in their leadership. So here is the episode we're bringing back from 2020 on how to give better feedback. All right. Well, I'll just tell you what my first feeling is right away. What is your feeling, I just, Sunday? You asked me to be here today to talk about feedback and listen to some of your perspective there. My first thought is, I just want to run from the room at the word feedback. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it is. It conjures up all kinds of dark memories. It does. And think about it. Feedback is supposed to be a positive thing, too. But I think immediately we go to the negative. I think that's what happens with the word feedback. It's true. What? I mean, honestly, why Why is that? Is it just the experiences? Probably so. I, I would say that the reason it's negative for myself and then just having other people tell me their stories is that it's usually saved for that, that there's very few bosses who have come up to me and said, I want to tell you what you did amazing last week, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. that they just kind of like assume you know that. And so what happens is, is the first time they sit you down is like, boom, something negative. That's happened. true, because you think from a, a manager perspective, it's kind of like you expect everything to go good. You don't address it until it goes something goes right, wrong. Right, <laughs> right. So that's why we think that way. Huh. So have you had, like, what's, what's some of the worst feedback you've mm. ever gotten? I would say uh, that there's probably three different areas that come to my mind, okay. if that's okay, Yeah. with feedback. So one is, yes, I have received positive feedback before. It was from a negative situation, but the way it was delivered, I'll start there with the positive, was great. Uh, one of my bosses basically had a client who was dissatisfied with how I led the team, right? And it was mostly because I was too casual, because I'm a very relaxed, casual person. And this client was very uptight, and I didn't match her uptightness, so therefore she didn't think I cared. Oh my gosh. And I totally cared, but I didn't, I missed that. Okay. So my boss came up to me and just said, Hey, so listen, all went well, everything was delivered, but the client, she didn't, she didn't necessarily want you back. So let's just talk about it. And it was so like, he just said, let's let's talk about it. And of course the people pleasing part of me thought, Oh no, (laughs) I I didn't do a good job. And he's like, let me just clear one thing up for you. You're never going to please all people. 
so let's just take a deep breath and learn from this. It was like, mm, that ah, was good stage it setting. was such a great, because I was pretty young yeah. in my career. So it was very helpful because I would want to run like the wind. Right? Well, see, it's interesting you give that as the positive example. So something right. in you was actually really glad to know the truth of the situation. I was. And you know what? I did button it up after that. I looked at my clients more closely and tried to match their body language to make sure that I wasn't just leading with mine. Yeah. So that was one. So that was a good one. Yeah, it was a good bad, right? It was the bad feedback, but a really great delivery. The next one I would say is I've been a consultant most of my life. So what happens there is we always have a joke amongst consultants that you're as good as your last invite. Yeah. (laughs) Because everyone's afraid to give you the feedback. So what happens is is they just go silent on you and all of a sudden you're just uninvited. Uninvited. (laughs) Uninvited. That's your feedback. <laughs> That's, and and, you, and you're, you're over here wondering, second-guessing your life, like maybe thinking of quitting your career path completely over one self-correcting comment that could have helped you not feel so afraid. Right. And when there's uh, absence of information, you kind of fill in all the worst-case scenarios. Yeah. You, know, you think your mind goes to the worst possible things, and maybe it wasn't at all that bad. No. But that person was afraid to give it. So yeah. that used to, that was a terrible experience. And then uh-huh. I would say my last one was, and I'm sure I've heard many people who have had these kind of stories too, where I just had someone that was really just not very kind Yeah. in their delivery. It was like nothing, nothing, doing great, doing great. And all of a sudden just pulled me in and blasted me over something that went wrong and Maybe it became emotional and I was young and yeah. it, brought, it made me feel emotional, which I felt bad about. But the truth is it was a very uh, not sensitive delivery. It was booming. So then I just wanted to quit because yeah. <laughs> I was so upset by the delivery. Oh. So And I feel like even that could have been. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing there is a lot does have to do with the delivery of the feedback. Oh, I think so. Yeah. And it's true. In my experience, too, I'm thinking of an example where it was very passive-aggressive feedback Mm -hmm. and kind of like they kind of were skirting around the issue and kind of mentioning it and hoping I would like read between the lines. And that's (laughs) almost worse than all the... I'd rather have harsh than that because, Mm -hmm. well, I can't do anything with it if I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And what if I read it wrong or am I supposed to read into this? Mm -hmm. And so... I think there's something freeing about. I love when that it's you called that one out. That's another category. You're right. Where they don't even say they're treating me different, but I don't know why. Yes, just <laughs> tell me why. I actually could yes. improve and would like to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, today we want to talk about this issue for all the reasons mm-hmm. that you just mentioned. But we find working with teams and organizations as well that feedback's kind of the missing glue. It is. Often it's the thing that would make it all work so much better if we just kind of addressed it head on, but we either don't know how to give feedback mm-hmm. or we're afraid or you know, the mm-hmm. list goes on and on. I think there's some common themes that happen among people, mm-hmm. but I kind of just wonder, like, is it possible that you could actually look forward to getting feedback? Well, I think it's possible because I work at Greenhouse. Oh, <laughs> paid her to say that. Gosh, keeps happening. It's, it's not. It's a very. It's normal, and I know yeah. you'll be coming. You'll be talking about that in just a little bit. But yeah, I think it is possible. But I think most of the population would say no. It's always awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think for that reason. You know, we're not 100% there either. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we practice what we preach, so it's mm-hmm. probably better than the average. But we want to bring some of that knowledge and experience to the table. So hopefully it can get better where mm-hmm. you're at or if you're a leader, you know, mm-hmm. in the way you lead. And and that's kind of the point here. Feedback could actually just be all about getting better. Yeah. About you helping me get better, me helping you get better, us mm-hmm. getting better as a team. 
instead of this whole connotation it has, like you said, it's a scary, terrible word because feedback <laughs> means something went wrong, someone's yeah. in trouble, something's right. going down. And so I want to help you, as you're listening to this, start to shift that mindset mm. and think about it as a positive thing. Mm-hmm. What if it was actually something you look forward to? Mm. Because you know that's when I can get better. That's how I can keep improving. That's mm-hmm. how we can do something more impactful. And like you said, we have seen that scenario. We have. It, it can happen. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have three things you're going to cover with us, right, today? Yes. And the first one really is starting with, I think, what you just mentioned, which is shifting Shifting mindsets. So exactly. why don't you just kind of like unpack that for us? Okay, sure. So, well, there's a couple of things you acknowledge before that. One is that some people, there's an assumption that can happen that some people don't want feedback. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is like myth number one we need to bust. <laughs> <laughs> now, that might be true. Some people might not want it. Right. But we can tend to categorize or generalize and say like, oh, well, this type of personality or this generational group, mm-hmm. you know, they, they don't want the feedback. Mm-hmm. Or that people just all they care about is feedback, those millennials, you yeah, know, things right. like that. And just want to bust that myth that especially if you work on a team or, or in a company that you generally like, most people want to get better and mm-hmm. want to do great work. Mm-hmm. Because how do you think the older generation got better themselves. Like it wasn't because someone was silent. Right. It wasn't great leaders became great leaders because somebody taught them how to be a good leader. Right. And gave them feedback. Right. And even for somebody who maybe isn't that interested in getting better, they're mm-hmm. kind of cool with the status quo, punch mm-hmm. in, punch out. Guess mm-hmm. what? They still want to make sure tensions are resolved and make sure things are cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to your point earlier, if there's something there that's unaddressed, that that's just kind of the worst. Mm, it's the worst. It's like it seeps in all mm-hmm. over the place and just kind of infects the whole place. Mm-hmm. So, so just with that in mind, I want to talk about yeah, how can we kind of throw out that baggage mm-hmm. and get rid of those negative connotations or start to shift the mindset where we can actually mm-hmm. normalize feedback? Like maybe it's not the best thing ever, and I can't wait. Right. I, I do think <laughs> that could be true, but. But maybe it's actually just kind of normalizing it. And one of the quick tips, and this can this can be a fun way to kind of just break the ice with this whole thing, is let's you and I, and you can call it out this way too. Hey, Sunday, for the next few weeks, let's just give each other feedback, only positive feedback. Mm-hmm. But notice I'm still intentionally using the word feedback because I want to rewire my brain around what that word means. So you could just call it out like that mm-hmm. or you could kind of do it secretively. And I, you know, I just show up and I give you feedback a bunch of times, positive only, and call it feedback with that mm-hmm. word. And either way, it's just we're starting to kind of shift the idea that you're only getting, quote unquote, feedback when you're in trouble or something's mm-hmm. really bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And it can go both ways and we can do that for each other. Mm-hmm. I love that. So that's just one quick tip way to kind of start to get rid of the baggage or shift the mindset. Mm-hmm. Sunday, you were also talking about this earlier that you could even just throw out the word. Maybe there's yeah, different words can. to use. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to Seth Godin, Purple Cow Guy. He has this two minutes with Seth Godin and he kind of was talking about how feedback, Just let's just change the word. It's just, it's become so negative. He's like, so let's just call it noodling. I love the way he was like, let's noodle next week. Yeah. So because noodling basically means let's pick into each other's experiences over the last week and see what worked and what didn't work. It's not like I officially have this feedback for you. Yeah. It's more like we're just having a conversation and we're noodling together. I, I love, love that. It. Me too. I love that so much. And 
I think he's getting at the same point of like, mm-hmm. if we're trying to get better and we want to help each other, mm-hmm. this is a great thing. Yeah. Why not treat it like we're just brainstorming? When you talk about mindset, though, I, I did have a thought. It, it could be a potential idea, too, for a leader to just address the topic. Like, hey, guys, we're just going to put the word feedback in the center of the table and let's talk about why we're all so afraid of it. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about what our past, just like what you did kind of with me and get it out in the open. Oh, that's so, that has such a power. Just get rid of all of the unspokens, mm-hmm. right? It kind of just demystifies mm-hmm. yeah. all of that stuff to just put it on the table and talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I was just thinking about that as an idea too. That's a great idea. And, you know, we, we probably want to also be realistic and address that some, in some instances, there is real, there are real problems that occur. Oh, yeah. Right? Like we were talking with a leader the other day about this and they had somebody who um, kind of did something that was not good mm-hmm. it, with a client situation and it was a real problem that had to be addressed. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, I think there's certain cases where it's more helping each other get better. There's also real scenarios where like, mm-hmm. yes, we need to address something and mm-hmm. it, maybe it's even pretty serious, but the same rules apply. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. If we can just frame it in a way that we're trying to actually get to a positive outcome. Because if you think about my first story, Steve, I lost a client. Like I lost a client. I did. Like it was kind of a big deal. The good news is my boss was able to redeem that relationship. But because of what I did, I really did potentially lose a whole group of people that were hiring us. So there was a big thing that needed to be addressed. But it was brought to my attention in a way that made me want to only get better. Exactly. And if we have this kind of norm in our company culture, in our working relationship, even, I mean, this all applies to personal relationships too, right? But mm-hmm. So there's this norm of we give feedback and it's a mix of, you know, positive and negative, what's going well, what's not. Mm-hmm. Then it's also not so hard to take that hard stuff yeah. if it's mixed in with, well, yeah, this is just kind of a rhythm we have. You got it. Well, that kind of takes us to the second point, which mm-hmm. is not only, you know, throw out the baggage or shift the, the mindset, mm-hmm. but have a rhythm. Mm. actually have a rhythm for feedback. And and to your point earlier of the leader putting it on the table, just communicate openly how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. And so for some people, you're hearing this episode and you want to make a shift. This is the moment where you're going to start introducing this concept and you need to just call that out. So many people get tripped up on like, yeah, but that's not how we've done it before. So how am I going to just start right. doing this? It's like, just say it. Just say, hey, I listened to this great podcast. And I really wanted to try this new thing. Are you up yeah. for that? Here we go. How, you know? does, how would you describe to someone who's never done a rhythm before, though, in feedback? Like, how does that break down for them? That's a great question. So what I would tell people is a great starting point in a work setting is have a weekly rhythm where it's even on the calendar. And it's like 15, 30 minutes every week mm-hmm. where um, we're going to sit down together. And again, this has been called out very clearly, like what we're going to do is share some feedback. We're going to noodle a bit. We're going to talk about what worked and what didn't. Mm -hmm. And then it dispels all the like myths and what is this meeting for, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want it to be secretive. But it's something on the calendar that we know we are going to show up. We're going to do that. And it starts to get us in a rhythm. For teams, sometimes there's already like we have a team meeting on some cadence once a month. And maybe that's kind of a time you would build it into or 
maybe there's some other regular cadence to your work mm-hmm. where you're getting together, where you have a good chance to discuss how the work went. The whole idea is like separating most of the time we're doing the work. Mm-hmm. So then how can we create times for talking about how the how we're doing the work? Mm-hmm. And give feedback on it. Right. Right. So you've talked a lot about safety and trust. So I just have to throw that word out there again because I just feel like so if, if my team creates a healthy rhythm and I call out in front of people often things that are working well, I'm usually not going to call out in front of a team necessarily oh, an intense one-on-one where something <laughs> needs to be corrected, right? right? But if I do that and it's a consistent thing where I'm calling people out on things that worked well, I am creating some safety and trust in my team because people are feeling empowered. They're feeling like I'm noticing, right? Things like that. So they're feeling safe. So when those, those conversations come on the other side, there's already a, a healthy yeah. vibe. Am I getting anywhere there? You, you know are. And I think what you're hitting on is really important. That feedback is not just about fixing what's wrong. It's also about doing more of what's right. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it in a company or a team setting, well, yeah, the best thing we could possibly do is figure out what is working and do more and more of that. That's so true. <laughs> and to your mm-hmm. point of also just building the relational safety and trust mm-hmm. of, hey, you did awesome at that. That really worked well. Mm-hmm. Or even as a team, like we did this and this worked well mm-hmm. and acknowledging those things. I think you're right. That's really important. I have to call out that before I was at Greenhouse, I was at a really large corporate group and people would come to me for coaching. And I cannot tell you, I was just sitting here thinking about it while you were talking, how many people came to me and said these two things. One is I feel like I work really, really hard and do a great job. And in our meetings, my boss never calls it out. It's like there is a need for, just please notice I'm working hard or that I did that. Right. And for those of you who are like, well, isn't it your job to work hard? (laughs) You know what I mean. It's like that above and beyond hard. That's what I mean there. They would say that to me, that that, that they just needed to feel appreciated. That was huge. Some people will leave a team because they didn't feel appreciated. Right. And then number two, I also had people who would say to me, I'm trying so hard to grow here in this company, but my boss keeps saying, doing a good job, keep doing what you're doing. And <laughs> they never would give me anything specific. So, But I also want to flip that and say that a, an associate also needs to empower themselves to learn to ask for that. So if you don't have someone who's given it, and you're listening to this podcast saying, well, I wish <laughs> I could have someone who did that. We'll There's start a hand to, on the hip right now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> But you start to lead it. You start to lead with, hey, when we get together, could you tell me one thing that you've noticed I'm doing really well? Could you tell me one thing that I could improve on? And you start to change the mindset, too. It's so good. You know, I've heard this quote before, leaders go first. And somebody has to take initiative, right? And you can lead from any level of an organization. Mm -hmm. Just because you're not the boss, quote unquote, doesn't mean you can't lead. And and I think it shows incredible initiative. It, It actually positions you as a leader and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want something to change, be the first to go. Don't mm-hmm. don't wait for somebody else mm-hmm. to do it. I think that's just a healthy way to be. You know, the other point here is we talked about kind of like recurring calendar invites, and that's kind of really formal, and some people are wigged out by that. Mm-hmm. I get it. You and I are both not big on structure naturally. That's mm-hmm. part of why I like it so much, because right. I need it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but there's other ways to do it too, and I think another another really – good and healthy way to do it is after key events or situations. Hmm. I use the word events. I'm hesitating there because I'm not saying like after every concert, then you go off stage and say what worked and didn't. I just mean like 
right now you and I are, are recording a podcast. Mm-hmm. This is an event that's significant for us in our work week. So maybe after this is a good time when we say, hey, what worked well and what mm-hmm. didn't. And we, we do, do that. that. Yep. We do that. And so maybe it's specific kind of, of meetings or stakeholder mm-hmm. meetings or client mm-hmm. meetings, you know, something that is significant in your work week. Maybe. So you're saying a healthy rhythm could just be right after the event. It's normal for us to debrief together. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I like that. That's so healthy because, A, it's fresh in your mind. Mm-hmm. So you can be more specific, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. B, it's actually easier to take mm-hmm. and receive feedback so in the moment versus, mm-hmm. oh, you've been harboring that bitterness for 10 weeks? Oh, well, yeah. 10 <laughs> weeks ago when we were in this meeting, I noticed you said, and you're like, what? Ouch. I know. <laughs> You like think about that every night when you go to bed. Jeez. Yeah. And and you know also that's true of a lot of kind of big corporate environments where we only give feedback. You know, like the year end review once a year. No, doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It has to be more real time. And so the third point there is just that I can do more with it if you give it to me right away. Right. If the point is to get better. And you don't tell me a year from now, mm-hmm. that was a year lost where I could have been getting better. I at had it. 20 <laughs> meetings in that time where I've been doing the same thing you've been annoyed by. Exactly. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. not fair. Mm-mm. I mean, it's just not fair, honestly, mm-hmm. but it's also not helpful to the team. Right. Those are great points. All right. So the third thing is just around how to have the conversation. So we've got throw out the baggage and shift the mindset, mm-hmm. have some kind of a rhythm. And then in, in the conversation of feedback, you mentioned earlier that can it can be very organic and just flow naturally, and that's, I would say, the best case scenario. But if you're just starting out or trying to establish something, you can follow this really simple tip. Talk about A, what worked, and B, what didn't. Mm. Just what worked and what didn't. Mm-hmm. And you and I have already been referencing it so far in the conversation. Just, hey, what's something that worked well and what's something that didn't work well? Mm-hmm. Sometimes in teams, people will try to come up with kitschy, cute phrases for this stuff. And I would say, ditch all of that. Mm, I agree. I think it becomes really kind of manipulative or passive aggressive if it's like, well, what kind of opportunities do you have (laughs) for bettering your professional growth? It's like, just say what you're trying to say. (laughs) Right. It didn't work. This is something you can get better at. Right. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. I was thinking about the fact that in my previous role as a manager of people, it was a very normal thing that I would get surveys with either positive or negative. But the thing is, is I already had a cadence with them too. So there was more positive than negative. Like most people loved, you know, loved coaches. So I was leading with that. Right. But when it wasn't negative, I, sometimes I would just, I would say that my tone didn't change. I still showed up as me. So it wasn't like, you know, like feedback time, you know, which which makes everybody nervous. I just was like normal. And so I would set the stage and say something like, all right, so I, I, I had a, some feedback on this specific client. I'll say the name. And when I say the name, I'd love for you to tell me just what's your initial reaction? Like, what do you think? Why do you think I maybe got some negative feedback? You just reflect back. Because what you'll notice is people are, are more self-aware than you realize. And if they can call it out, oh, my gosh. Right. It's such an easier conversation. Give them credit first. Give them an opportunity to, to notice their own mistakes. That's so good. Something is, there's a weird human dynamic and there's even a lot of neuroscience on this that we kind of like the accountability to a certain extent, right? In a healthy way, we like the accountability that you're bringing it up, that you're not passing over it because Mm -hmm. that acknowledges me. Like you said earlier, that's that you're noticing, (laughs) you're Mm -hmm. noticing my work, but it's also, 
then I'm not left questioning, like, are you still kind of like upset about this on the inside? Mm-hmm. Did you sweep it under the rug? There's, there's a certain level of comfort in just knowing what's actually going on, mm-hmm. what you're thinking, what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Right. Getting it out there is actually pretty healthy. Yep. Just have a conversation. And also, especially important to emphasize little phrasing. So if like you're listening to this podcast, you're like, sometimes I just need a, a thing. Like you said, what's working, what's not working. Another thing to think about is to say things maybe to a younger person. Listen, it's so normal. To, you're not supposed to be an expert yet. Like to say that to them, this is, hello, just graduated from college. All right. Oh my God, it's your first role. You made a mistake. What? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, remind, remind right. them that you were there and that that's happened before. Yes. It's normal. Yeah. And then some other phrasing that could happen is listen, which is what I think my boss did with me, which put me at ease. He's like, no one likes everyone. <laughs> yeah. So Sunday, you are like 99% of the time liked. Okay. <laughs> you know, so you weren't on this one. It's okay. Yeah. And some of that can be really helpful because we don't always know the things we're doing right. Mm-hmm. Or many of us can be very self-critical, right? And we don't, we actually do need those reminders mm-hmm. too of what's yeah. going right. Or like you said that, hey, here's the context of the situation. Yes, it's something that didn't work, but this doesn't mean like you're losing your job kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even reassuring, especially a new person. Hey, listen, this is normal that we're having this conversation. You're not going anywhere. Like even just saying that right from the beginning makes the person go. Because sometimes they're just waiting for the dun, 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 and you're fired. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, put that out first. Lead with that and dispel the, you know, the other thing I like is sometimes a person will kind of point out your strengths or the character that you showed in doing that thing. Mm which can be a great way to give positive feedback. Like, hey, Sunday, you you showed a lot of kind of commitment and perseverance in that thing and how you did it. Mm-hmm. But that can also be good in terms of negative feedback to, to tee it up the way you're saying that, hey, yeah, there's something that needs to be worked on here, but I want you to know I, I noticed, like, you were actually being really brave to bring that thing up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here's how Maybe it kind of... Maybe the timing wasn't right. The timing right, wasn't quite right, right, right? So, but you were being really brave to bring mm-hmm. it up. So already that combo acknowledges, yeah. hey, you're not just screwing up all the time. Right, right. This is another another point here you and I talked about before. You got to be specific, mm-hmm. right? If you share general, broad generalities, mm-hmm. it's going to leave a, a lot of room for misinterpretation. Good Sometimes point. it can actually come across as manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, the more specific, the better. And I, I think that's why you said, like, if you can share feedback in the moment, that's best. But give the actual scenario. Mm-hmm. Don't don't say like, you know, sometimes when you say things, you're, you're not really like saying it well. <laughs> no, no, no. Like share the exact. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's such a great example. <laughs> hey, in that uh, meeting yes. when this came up, this is what happened. Yes. And this is kind right. of why it didn't work. Right. Let's think back to some of those those large corporate conversations that you and I have talked about, which is the feedback is like, you need to, let's just say this one, you need to work on your communication. Uh, And maybe it was rated low. Yeah. Yeah. It was rated (laughs) low. It was like, and all you got was this, like you need to work on your communication and it was rated a two out of five. So then you're like, no example does not, has never given my clients something to grow in. They, they're always just like, yeah. I'll be like, you got to go back and you got to ask for examples. And unfortunately, too many leaders aren't good at noticing 
and they get these vibes, but they're not writing down the examples. Mm. And I will tell you, if you're a leader out there listening, specific examples to people who are growing help them actually make changes. That's a great point, Sunday. I think with that, you can also kind of assume the best in people yeah. is another thing because there might be context that. you don't know yet and giving them a chance to explain what happened, why it went that way. Mm-hmm. So start with a posture of like, hey, I'm assuming the best and that you're, you were trying your best and, and you didn't have ill intent mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. let you kind of fill in the gaps. And that's why I like your question where you were trying to help them process Hey, mm-hmm. what you know? What went down? How how was it from your perspective? Mm-hmm. Can give them a chance, a fair chance to like explain, or even for themselves see maybe why it, it happened the way it did. That is actually really big because I know that someone on our team from their past experiences one time specifically said that some negative feedback was given and they never even gave her the opportunity to say why she did that. And the truth is, her intent was not ill-willed at all. It was a misunderstanding, but it was just blast, blast, blast. Anyway, good luck the next time. Instead of saying, (laughs) hey, is there anything I need to know that maybe would help me understand why you went this direction versus what we typically do over here? (gasps) Thank you for asking. Right, right. And, you know, to your point on little tips of wording for this stuff, sometimes just the wording of like observing, hey, I observed that, Mm. that this happened. This is like, you know, what I saw. Don't state it as a fact unless it really is and you know for Mm -hmm. sure. State it as more of like something you observed. Again, you're giving them the chance with that word even to kind of speak into it. Right. Yeah. So that is a lot of information. And I think this is something that uh, we could keep talking about because I think it's a we've noticed it's a hot topic. Right. So if we were to close with anything that they could ask some questions of themselves, do you have anything there to self-assess themselves a bit? Yeah. Well, I like that framing because we're all continuing to learn and grow in this. I mean, we're sitting here talking like we're such experts, but it's hard. Feedback is hard. And it's, you know, anything with human, multiple humans involved, we all bring our dynamics and our messiness and it's never going to be perfect. So just want to throw that disclaimer out. It's never going to be perfect, especially in a team setting. But the intent here is we want to just have some self-awareness, some tips and some strategies and try to get better. So what I would say is if you're listening to this, think about what is, what's your mindset around feedback? Mm -hmm. So like go there, go there, go there with yourself. If you're a journaler, do that. If you like to think while you're driving down the road, take a 20 minute drive and just think about it. What is, what's your mindset around feedback? And after hearing all this, maybe there's some things that have some light bulbs, you know, starting to turn on. Mm -hmm. What's your mindset? And the last question you could ask yourself, and I think we touched on this around feedback going both ways, whether that's you and a teammate or a person in your life, even between a manager and managee, the feedback should go both ways. And so maybe another question to ask yourself is how could you get the feedback flowing in both ways Mm -hmm. in whatever context that you're thinking about that? And, you know, the reality is sometimes the other person might not be very good at giving it to you when you ask for it. Mm -hmm. And so how can you tee that up better? How could Mm -hmm. you prep them in advance and say, I'd love to get your thoughts on this specific situation or topic Mm -hmm. and get it flowing both ways? Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's my thoughts there is just first of all, if you notice someone on a team that does this well, spend some time with them. 
reach out to them and say, hey, I noticed that you are really good at giving feedback. Can I just ask you kind of how you got good at that and maybe how you began? Ask them about their journey. That's one thought. And then my other thought is to all the people out there who are maybe listening to us still at the end of this podcast (laughs) is that uh, we're here to help too. We actually have had teams who struggle with feedback have us come in and help them how to establish this rhythm. Or if you're a leader out there and you're like, I really, this doesn't come natural to me, we can help you establish that rhythm for your team as well. All right. I don't know how, but it's already that time of year again when teams and leaders are thinking about how do I develop my people in 2023? How do I invest in the team? Maybe it's, you know, maybe there's been a struggle with retention and turnover. Maybe it's more just moving forward and helping people grow and uh, move into their leadership role. Or maybe actually it's more of a strategic planning thing and we need to get ahead of things and, and think about our goals and where we're going to focus in the new year. No matter where you're at, this is a place that we can help at Greenhouse Coaching. So our custom workshops, along with one-on-one coaching, is really geared towards teams in this way. Uh, We have a track in our membership that really is for people leaders and helping them develop in those skills. So you can reach out to us using the link in the show notes. The cost really depends on the package that you select, but uh, simply put, you can select packages that start at $250 per person per month. And so it's a very affordable way to kind of scale this across your team. So you can learn more by going to greenhousecoaching.co slash contact. And also the link will be in the show notes.